What's up, my lad? Yo, one word, gong show podcast, baby. You ready? I was born ready, bro. That's actually three word, gong show podcast. But Fuck yeah. out of here. Let's go. Finally here. Welcome to the Gong Show Podcast. My name is Oliver. And I'm Malad. And uh, we're doing it. First episode. Are you excited? Of course, man. Yo, we've been talking about this podcast for quite a while. Yeah, I think last year. I mean... 10 months but whatever now we're here and uh let's just jump up the gun and uh start from where we want to go so what about the nhl draft yeah where it all starts nhl draft a lot of uh good picks a lot of unpredictable picks it was always for for quite a while we always thought jack hughes was gonna come up first overall and But I know you thought Capo Caco was going to come out first. I really thought Capo Caco like, killed the last uh, junior, I mean, not junior, but the international tournament. Whereas Jack Hughes didn't do shit. But uh, yeah, I thought he had the edge over Hughes. I thought New Jersey Devils, with the depth they have uh, in the center, they would go for Capo Caco. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, they went with the, lo- with the logic pick. Jack Hughes, not, not a bad pick. He's he's a monster too. He's gonna be a monster. And we gotta say uh, they were quite lucky to uh, land on the second overall spot, and especially also the Devils to land first overall because they they were the big winner of this uh, lottery dra- that lottery draft actually. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was yeah. good for them. Uh-huh. But uh, if we take a look uh, around the first round, all the players that have been selected by different teams, like. Uh, A pick that I like a lot, Bowen Byron, fourth overall for the Colorado Avalanche. He's a left defenseman, right? Yeah. Canadian, 6'1", 195 pounds. You know, I think he, he drops on a good team, on a good mix with a lot of young talent at the blue line in Kale McCarr. Uh, who else? The other player that... Uh, It's uh, uh, Girard. Girard. Yeah, Samuel Girard. Samuel Girard, yeah. Uh, I have another player in mind also. I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Hmm. It's not Kill Makar. It's not... Uh, Makar, Gerard. Uh, yeah, was it... Is it... Makar. Those three... Oh, yeah, yeah, those... Makar? Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's a good foundation for the future. Uh, they've made, like, log- logical picks. I think uh, they've also had, like, the 16th overall where, where they took Alex... Alex, Alex Newhook. Uh, right. Newhook, right? Newhook. Um Yeah, that was that was a steal. Uh, I gotta say, the guy. If you look at the stats, I mean, the guy killed his junior junior years. So he was projected in in between the top tens, but he got picked in the 16th, which is uh, like. I remember, yeah, he, yeah. We were at that draft. We're at the club 1909 yeah. on uh, close to the Bell Center. We were attending the draft party, and uh, us as Montreal Canadian fans. We were <laughs> expecting for a defenseman. We knew there was a lot of lot of defense prospect uh, in the draft that we could grab yeah. in the 15 overall pick, and uh, we had many names: Roberg. We had also Cam York as Cam a defenseman, York. very good. Even Born Barham. I mean, we knew he was going to go go very early in the draft, but. Um, I mean, safe to say we were looking to fill in the left-sided 
defenseman. So it was our need. But uh, like everyone knows, we got it, quite lucky. Yeah, we got quite lucky, and we put we picked the best player available when it was our turn. I mean, Cole Caulfield is just a scoring machine. Like the guy, I say it right now, mark it down, you heard it here. The guy can be the next Martin St. Louis. And I gotta say, this, this guy, amazing to be available at 15th. Although I wanted Cam York, which was taken just before us by the Philadelphia Flyers, I think Cole Caulfield, uh, I mean, we're not afraid of to pick small, Player, yeah, we, we, we've been playing with small players quite a long time for the Montreal Canadiens, and they, they've been successful in, in some time with small players. So uh, I hope all the 14 teams in front of Montreal that drafted <laughs> made a huge mistake. But, uh, oh, yeah. They talk about a steal already, so <laughs> it's, it's a good news for us. But uh, it was not only a good first round for, for the Montreal Canadiens. A lot of other good teams, uh, if we take a look, at the Florida Panthers, who picked Spencer Knight, who was the who was the only for, who was the only goalie drafted in the first round, uh, he was really targeted as the best goalie in the in the whole draft. And uh, goalie has been something they were they were, they were looking to replace long time ago, uh, the the Florida Panthers. Yeah. So it was a really good pick for them. Of course, when you look at Roberto Roberto Luongo. I mean, he, he was going to retire sometime soon. I mean, he was injured for the most part last season. Two years ago, it was the same story. So at some point, it's like uh, time's up. I mean, he, he took his retirement. So it was definitely a position to fill in. And Florida Panthers, I mean, they've, they've filled in a very huge spot there. I mean, they've, they have the team in front of them. Yeah. And uh, they've only got better with Bobrovsky coming in and, and Knight, who I think would need one or two years in the pro in the AHL and then learn from Bobrovsky. I mean, he's one of the best goalies in the world. So I think it's a good draft pick for the Panthers. A pick that left quite a lot of people like speechless was the sixth overall pick. Oh, yeah, Detroit, yeah. Yeah, Maurice Sider, <laughs> defenseman. Left defenseman from the Germany Hockey League, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know a little bit about German Hockey League. I've yeah, lived, you live quite there. Uh, yeah, you... I live there. And they're, they're passionate fans out there. I mean, you, you, would, you would be surprised how much they love hockey. But the league is not as tough as uh, other, country other countries, yeah. right? It's not one of the best leagues. But for him to play against men at this age... It, it kind of uh, justifies his, uh, his selection so early. But he was, although projected as 16th or yeah, around, around the 16th. Around the mid-first uh, mid round. But I believe with those type of draft pick, uh, we got to... Who, 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 we, we you you got to know, like, uh, the people who make the selection, mm -hmm. they, they study that. They have scout studying the players, yeah, following of them. So of they're the professionals. So we got to... Give it to them and uh, see in long term if that draft pick really paid off. It kind of remind me uh, last year a bit. In last year's draft, when we drafted uh, Alex Romanov. Yeah, everybody was like shocked. But yeah, because uh, he was based on certain ranking, he was quite low, and uh, yeah. Montreal uh, drafted him quite early. And from 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 now, he hasn't played with the big team, but he he. He's one of potential. the best yeah. pros prospects. Yeah, he's one of the best prospects. So and what he did 
in the KHL last season just proves how much like the draft can mean nothing for like before you actually mm-hmm. perform. So even if Sider got picked at sixth, I think he can become something what the Detroit season in him. And you gotta understand, Steve Eiserman, I'm pretty sure he had the last call on this. Mm. And you gotta understand he lived during the prime years of the Detroit Red Wings. So uh, it says a lot about what he knows in hockey, what we just see as an uh, as a as fans. But he's he's a he knows he's a pro he, scouter, of course. Yeah. he lived it. But uh, we'll see about cider. And um, who what, else we got? Who what what are other picks that you that you kind of like from other teams around the league uh, in the first round? I I draft? like Cam York. I I was hoping that Montreal would get him. But I forgot about Cole, Cole Caulfield, so I was a little bit disappointed there. I was like, oh, man, this that was the left defender, like the best left defender available. So we, we kind of lost him on that, but Cole Caulfield was definitely a good win. Um, other ones? I like uh, Philip Roberg on the side of the Edmonton Oilers, oh, like yeah. uh, a left-handed defenseman that will uh, usually be the future of the first pair of that team with uh, Evan Buchar on his right. So I believe Sweden defenseman, you, we know we, we've been ho- watching hockey for quite a while and uh, Sweden develops a lot of good uh, defensemen. Oh yeah, yeah. Their, so, their development plan is, is uh, it's really very, very good. I mean, you, you look at the headman, the Carlson, the Brandstrom, the Brandstrom. Ekman Larsson. Ekman Larsson. I mean, they, those are all like coming elite. from the same development training. So. You gotta you, you gotta know that this this little Broberg is gonna be a heck of a player sometime soon. Couple of quite good player dropped uh, out of the first round. Uh, if we take a look here, talking about Arthur Kaliev, who uh, was drafted by the LA Kings, thirty-three overall. I've heard he's a really good goal scorer, and he yeah. could have been drafted in the first round. Quite surprised that he. Dropped a bit in the second round, actually. Yeah, he's he's like Raphael Lavoie. I mean, he was projected in the first um, round, but uh, I guess the teams like this draft had a lot of depth, so you were kind of expecting some well, a lot of surprises, and uh, and yeah, he's one of the other players that was uh, drafted in a different position as projected. So I mean, you you look at player at a player like. Kucherov drafted like in the second or third round, I think. Yeah. I mean, look at him. He's 124 points last season. You never know what these drafts will exactly will, uh, go about doing to a team and a player could develop as a first rounder, as a first overall, like Jack we, Hughes. We, so. we, you definitely have expectation, expectation, sorry, for the first, second, and third overall, like the top five player drafted in the in every in every draft every year but yeah af- after that you never know what could happen the guy that you drafted 10th overall or the guy that you drafted let's say the guy that you drafted 34th overall let's say in the second round could end up, end up having a better career than the guy that you yeah. drafted let's say top 10 or top 15 so yeah yeah at the end of that it's only a question of development and uh if the yeah. guy wants it also yeah i mean more cider for example He's going to live in, in one of the best development program within in Detroit, the Detroit, yeah. in Detroit. And Detroit... Big time. Yeah, they're, they're recognized for taking their time with their players. I mean, they, they're not afraid 
to let their young players go two, three years in the AHL for them to really develop their their skills and uh, potential. And uh, good on good on Cider. I mean, he's gonna be uh, around uh, elite elite uh, management there. Um, I mean, I hope Cole Caulfield <laughs> will will be like the the best out of the the whole draft. Even Jack Hughes and Capo Caco, I want him in the same conversation in a couple of years because uh, I can't so wait to see him. Just, just, just before we, we jump to another subject, like here, so quickly here, we, we, we'll end up maybe talking about that honors and trophy in a different episode. But for you, like, who's the Calder this year? Calder this year? Yeah. I got to go with Capo Caco, man. He's going to play with Panarin, all right? That right there. Man, he's going to play in the power play. He's going to play a lot of minutes. I mean, nothing to take away from Hughes. I'm sure he's going to do some big minutes. But I don't know, man. The Panarin Kapukako, it's uh, it's a very dangerous duo. So I go with Kako. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 if I had $2, I'd actually put it maybe on Hughes. I don't know. Uh... He's, he's quite well surrounded also with uh, Taylor Hall. Uh, they, they he have, didn't uh, sign yet, though. <laughs> ah, he's sure asking for $13 million. We'll see. He, he'll resign. The Devils doesn't have, don't have any choice, man. They have to resign a guy of this caliber and uh, pair him up with, uh, with a guy like Jack Hughes, who, let's say, I, I remember when they drafted Nico Hischier, he most he played most of his time with uh, Taylor Hall, and, and he had a quite a reasonable rookie yeah, season good first for him. and first I think we can both agree that Jack Hughes is more talented than uh, Nico Hischer so if they pair Taylor Hall and Nico and uh, and Jack Hughes there'll be there'll be more damage that's for sure so I, I'd give my Calder trophy to uh, Jack Hughes this year all right all right good uh, I mean we go for the first or the second one so <laughs> I mean I thought maybe some other guy down the the list with uh, hey anything ha- anything can happen injury happens uh anything can happen so yeah it's true it's true we'll, we'll, we'll see down the road that's right but uh the draft was not the only thing this offseason that caught our attention there's been a lot of action toward the oh yeah the free agency period yeah since it started today we're what j- 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 july 14th, 14th so we're just two weeks into the the opening of the free agency but let's see what happens since uh the free agency actually open yeah let's uh, let's l- take a look at some important trades first off phil kessel to the yeah. arizona tra- <laughs> uh, coyotes and galchenyuk making his debut in pittsburgh i'm quite happy for galchenyuk you know it's a guy we had yes in montreal for quite a while we know his potential his talent and he'll have the chance next year to play with elite from the elite player with because i I'm not sure you're I'm not sure yet but uh, from my understanding and from what I heard or read on Twitter I don't think Galchenyuk will play at center I don't think no no man he and you know what I I hate Galchenyuk (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like his time in Montreal a little bit in the beginning there was this whole hype with Gallagher but you know what if I just look at him as a third overall and I, I don't think he lived up to the expectation. I, I think he went to the wrong direction. He took it for granted. For some reason, he was 
just another Russian player coming in the game, one game in five. But wait, wait, like and now from he had from, one season of thirty goals from the mo- like as of next year, from the, since the moment he stepped foot in the NHL. He'll be playing. He'll be playing with the best player he ever played in his life. There, he hasn't played with. There was no player of the type of Crosby, Malkin in Montreal or in Arizona. Yeah, I'm and, pretty sure. And, and he has a good talent. He's a good goal scorer. Yeah, sure. He also has. He, he's of like kind of kind of all around player, but he's a good goal, goal scorer and a good passer. So, I believe Galchenyuk can, uh, can 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 find himself in Pittsburgh and have a quite a good season next year. Who doesn't have a good season when they go to Pittsburgh? I mean, Sidney yeah. Crosby <laughs> puts players back on the map. You can put Brandon Prust and he can come out of the retirement. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, t- I'm telling you. It's yeah, like, you, I don't think so. You know so. what? Galchenyuk will do great in Pittsburgh. Unle- unless he, he freaking does the same thing as he did in Montreal. Just not train and not freaking practice i don't know what the hell he did in montreal but i'm not happy oh phil castle on the other side yo that guy he's recognized as being the most lazy guy in the gym i mean <laughs> look at his shape he he has the beer belly eats freaking uh, hot dogs out of stanley cup yo but the guy knows how to feel the yo <laughs> you look at how he plays and all that despite Bye, maybe his weight and fucking surprise yo he, he's still a good goal scorer and I don't know. Uh, did, did he quite take on a good note the uh, being traded to Arizona? Because I know, because we, we know Pittsburgh was trying to to trade him for quite a quite a time. So, but in Arizona, uh, how, is he happy? Know. Is he sad? Is he disappointed? He he's pretty low key on. <laughs> I mean, he I guess he just wants to play hockey and just yeah. uh, everybody to leave him alone. And then and I think I get I get him. He already you know? touched twice already to the Stanley Cup. So yeah, I mean. You know what? Why would you play for for a team that doesn't want you and just wants to have a younger um, like uh, team, right? Mm-hmm. So you know the reality of the business and all that. So what the hell, man? He's gonna be under the sun 365 days a year. Good on him. And and I mean, look at the sales for their uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard that tickets. too. <laughs> the fill effect. Why? Uh, By they were talking the the the. The ticket sale increased by how many percent? There were six hundred percent. Yeah, I s- they were saying on complete hockey Fuck. news, like yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> good, good, good for them. Good for the Coyotes. We know they they don't have a, a huge fan base in terms of hockey. So yeah. if the the arrival of Phil Kessel of Phil Kessel can help, happy for them, man. Good for them. If we take a look uh, around here, we during the free agency period. There's a team that lost quite big pieces. <laughs> they've paid a lot. They've lost a lot. It was a gamble, and unfortunately... They lost their gamble. It didn't pay it off. Nope. Uh, I believe you know who we're talking about in the Columbus Blue Jacket. <laughs> who doesn't know, man? Just, <laughs> I mean, I admire uh, the GM's... Cheval Jeff. Big balls on this. Cheval Jeff. <laughs> That's his name, Cheval Jeff. Is it? No, it's a Finland guy. He starts with K. Man, I don't remember GM's name. You don't know the GM's name? Columbus GM's name is not what you just said it is. Yes. Look at him, look at him. Oh, 
Oh my bad. Yeah, there I was talking about go. the Winnipeg. Okay, oh, yeah. There you go. Drama. My bad. Kick the line, and there you go. I I didn't know the name, so I shouldn't be talking. Yeah, yeah. But I knew it wasn't the guy you said. We were talking about Winnipeg girls, so that's why my name is. Yeah, but yeah, Yermo Kekalainen. Yeah, we heard a lot about it. About he wa- it. he wanted to win this year. So yeah. just to, to do a recap, he basically traded all his assets to get who? Duchesne, the Zingle, and who else? Yeah, the Duchesne, the Zingle. They even got Adam Adam McQuaid. They oh, got yeah, Keith Kincaid. So they, they they were quite a shopper uh, at the uh, at agents. the deadline trade deadline yeah. uh, last March, and uh, they put all their eggs in the same bucket, and they were expecting to have a quite long run in the playoff. And I believe they surprised the whole world of <laughs> hockey by beating the best team uh, in the league that that year. But uh, unfortunately, everything ended the by next the, round after with, by playing the Bruins by the Boston Bruins. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, this is uh, the risk of doing business. You know, it's like uh, you get uh, a gem like Kikalainen who risks uh, risk it all and he wants to win. And everybody saw that he wanted to win. And then you get the other side of the medal, like someone like Mark Bergerman, who does fuck all for seven years, says he wants to win, but he just portrays. We're, we're not at a Bergerman yet, but OK, oh, OK. We'll come up to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for that. But yes, yeah, so yeah, the <laughs> Columbus from there, you see Loss, Duchesne, Panarin, Bobrovsky, Dezingle, Kincaid, even. They lost everyone. They went for uh, their, their biggest signing yet, Gustav Nyquist. Oh, my for Lord. For a four-year contract of $5.5 million. What the fuck? The, the hell did this guy do in his career? <laughs> like, okay, he had his yeah, good he, years he, in he, Detroit. He has a good buck handling. But nah, man, you, you don't pay five point eighty seven five for this. I know some people are having headaches with the contract, but it's 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 about the the cap that is increasing year after year. So players are getting paid even more. Look, Kevin Hayes, he, wow. he signed a big contract, and I don't he hasn't he hasn't offered a lot a lot to, to to the Rangers back then. I don't understand the market nowadays. It's like you can get players that do just about under thirty points and get three point five percent and three point five million. And then you get guys that do more than 50 points and they just get 1 million for one year. <laughs> I'll come up with the names after because we're not into that to those teams yet. But let's move on to yeah, the Dallas, Dallas Stars. Stars. Dallas Stars, they've went to the experience and leadership road. So they've acquired Pavelski. And that, to be quite honest with you, it took me by surprise. I didn't expect that to happen. Like, San Jose Sharks definitely didn't get a like, didn't look good on this. Nope. But uh, yeah, we we understand the the stars. They were quite a good team uh, last season. They unfortunately uh, lost to the second rounds to the Stanley Cup champion, the St. Louis Blues, and they lost in seven games. So they quite put up a fight, and uh, they were definitely looking to in- get the team better this off season. So I believe it's. A step in front by signing Joe Pavelski, who uh, will will fill a bigger role than what Jason Spezza was doing, and now yeah. I believe he will give even more than what Jason Spezza was uh, offering. So, oh, they'll get a lot from Pavelski, man. Not just on the ice, but on the locker, 
outside of the yeah good uh, leadership yeah, man, yo he was the he was a sharks captain so it's not anybody who's who's getting into that uh, locker room yeah man the young players are gonna come in who wouldn't want pavelski around them and just uh, to give him a dose of uh, experience of his experience and advice i mean if i was a young prospect of the dallas stars i would be excited pavelski is one of the legends in san jose But And another signing that also caught the attention uh, was a veteran move, signing Corey Perry to a one-year, simply a one-year contract. One million? Of, of a value of, uh, I think it was 1.5. Oh, okay, 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. So... I have no problem with that. Yeah. The time of a corporate was definitely on uh, on its end uh, with the Anaheim Ducks. It was quite a run. The the team that drafted him, but I think it was uh, time for the Ducks to uh, turn the page. Yeah, that's another, path. that's another team that's looking to to get their roster a little bit younger. I mean, with the Getzlav and Perry getting old, and uh, they had to do something. So Perry, I have no problem. I mean, they they obviously want to to know if he can perform as he did because last year he was injured the whole most of the year. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll see with him. One year, one point five is just a. Uh, Prove me that you can play this type of contract, and uh, yeah, it's it's there's no risk. There's he's, no risk. He's, he, there's a, I believe there's a bit of gas left in the tank. So, yeah. and I'm sure there's a there's a there's a lot of good player at uh, at Dallas. So yeah, we'll we'll see Corey Perry fill up the goal uh, quite some time in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, can, I, I believe at least for him. And he for can the stars. provide some yeah. honest service. That's yes. all I'm gonna say with him. Exactly. So next up is the Alberta. Uh, what were we called? Alberta. The Battle Rivalry? of Alberta. Yeah, the Battle <laughs> of Alberta. So Cam Talbot going to the Calgary Flames and Mike Smith doing the other way around. So a goalie exchange. Goalie exchange, but and the free agents signing. It wasn't a trade. It was yeah, just just signing. Yeah, and for both of them, again, like Perry, it's not like a huge contract. It's just a year for each, and it's just uh, prove it all, and. Uh, Yeah. Honestly, I don't feel that uh, those are improvement on each time. <laughs> like uh, they're, they're they're okay goalies, and we know the goalie market at the free agency is not the same as let's say uh, forwards or defensemen. Yeah, it's hard to find good goalies. Let's say number one goalies that will uh, fill up the role of the number one goaltender the whole season. So it's quite hard, but. Uh, you see those two goalie, Cam Talbot and Max Smith. I, I would have. I would have. Got one of them, let's say, to play in Montreal and back up price. Back up, uh, yeah. Now they're 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 gonna test them as a first. So I have ooh. a problem with that. But if I could say, uh, among the two of them, which one will definitely have a better um, outcome? I'd say Cam Talbot. Why? Yeah. Why? Because although Mike Smith has a better potential than Cam Talbot, you look at the team in front, Calgary. Yeah. Calgary It has one heck of a defense with Giordano, with the TJ Brody. Brody yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, it's like uh, you put any goalie with Edmonton, they didn't do shit in this offseason for their defense. So not looking quite good for, for they're, a they're, goalie. They're getting up there. They're, they're Last year, like we said like we said earlier in the draft, in the draft uh, section, they, they, they got Philip Broberg. And uh, last year, they got Evan Bouchard also in the top uh, 10 picks. So they're they're building uh, on a long term basis for the for their defense in terms uh, yeah. on the side of all or so 
of the Oilers. So we'll see uh, how it ends up. But yeah. um, now, if we're talking right now, uh, they're they're they they'll they'll be on the on the loop. Like they everybody's gonna be watching these two because they're in the f- big hockey market. And uh, damn, if they don't perform. Uh, the there media, hasn't been the any, fans. and on on behalf of those two, or there, there, there hasn't been any major no. move uh, no, since no the major free agency. No. We know uh, there's some player that still need to be signed on some team, especially if we're talking about Calgary. The RFA Matthew Kachuk is also still on uns- unsigned, so we'll see what uh, happens on that side. But uh, yeah, no, we'll see. So uh, next up, Calgary Hurricanes. And uh, they've added Dzingel a couple of days ago, which I have yeah. no problem with him. He's a two-year contract. Third centerman, I guess. Yeah, third centerman. No problem with that. Penalty killer. And uh, they've retained yeah. Aho. What cut most uh, attention was definitely uh, yeah, the yeah. Um, offer sheet matching from uh, Montreal by the Hurricanes of Sebastian Aho. Bullshit offer sheet, you mean? But, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the Montreal Canadiens in just a bit. Five, five years of a uh, annual fee of yeah. 8.454. Yeah, that's the actual amount. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. He, he actually declined a contract with Ottawa Senators for five years, $5 million or $5.5 million. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he declined it, so he, he ended up... Uh, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he ended up playing his last year and then um, uh, and then got traded to the Columbus Blue Jackets. So now he is definitely happier. I mean, uh, with the whole like Ottawa Senators management uh, drama, I think he can sort of uh, be happy with what he got, 3.5. But uh, not too many moves from the Hurricanes. They re-signed their goalie, Mrazek. He's, uh, he's, they, o- he's they, okay. They, they, made a, they traded for James Reimer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they gave up Scott Darlings to the uh, to the Panthers. Florida Panthers, who will usually, I think, we will back up uh, Sergey Bobrovsky. They even gave a sixth round pick. I mean, how bad is James Reimer? If you ask me, not a huge fan of him. I just think he he sometimes looked good, but he's not a consistent, uh, even second. Uh, goalie on a team. No, we're, we're saying not too many move happen on the side of the Hurricanes, but they they, they, they quite moved it quite a bit. Like uh, mm. also just couple couple weeks ago, uh, they acquired from the Vegas Golden Knights uh, Eric Alla. The Vegas the Vegas Golden Knights are trying to let's say free some cap some cap space, so you know they have to sacrifice somewhere and trade some player. Yeah, and they mm. did acquire. Uh, from the hurricane Nicolas Roy, prospect yeah. with a conditional fifth round pick in 2021. So uh, you see another good player that will play in the, in the top nine of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. So they're adding good players. So yeah, Eric Halla, if he develops the the potential that we see in him, mm-hmm. he, he could be a very very dangerous dangerous forward. But yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. They traded also. Uh, Calvin DeHaan, I remember he was a good left defenseman that I wanted also in Montreal. Calvin DeHaan, they sent him to the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange of Gustav Forling, especially for his, for his, uh... I mean, he's, he's got a lot of games. And, uh, for his, uh... Gustav Forsling? For who? For his, uh... 
First rights. Exactly. I was looking right, for that. So okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you, were, you I thought you meant for his experience or something. I was gonna go no, at it. I was looking like, for the word rights. Yeah. Yeah, pardon his French. Obviously. And entering, yeah. <laughs> so quite minor trade on on that side. Uh, but uh yeah, that was mostly since now from the uh Nothing Carolina fancy. hurricane yeah. side. So next big trade was uh the Kadri trade to the Avalanche Colorado. Trade that, Avalanche. Uh, that I that I like, but I that that I don't like you. But but go first. What you wanted to say? You'll you'll understand why I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Tyson Berry is one heck of a defenseman. I don't know how and why did the Colorado traded him. I mean, Kadri is good. Like he can put up big numbers. He can uh, he can kill penalties. He can yeah. disturb the other play the, the other teams. Yeah, and Kadri is a is a guy that you. On, on an NHL team, you put him on the second line. Yeah, second line he's, and, he's uh, a top six forwards, man. But unfortunately, no in Toronto, joke. with uh, on uh, in the shadow of John Tavares and uh, Austin Matthews, unfortunately, there there isn't there's no place for him for right. quality time. Actually, right, right, and, and I don't think that basically was the reason he got traded. I think a lot of it had to do with what he did the last two playoffs. Is the that same a team, mm. the same team, at the same place. He he delivered a questionable questionable check like uh, like a hit like it was a uh, he got suspended those two times those two times uh, and that it was, uh, and it sort of like affected the team in terms of their outcome and mm, the playoffs because he's important he he's is also, important right yeah so i think they got fed up of, uh, of i his, believe yeah right so they said okay you know what we're gonna we're, gonna, we're just gonna go for another big player who's not gonna risk the the uh in the playoffs like Kadri did so, so good on Colorado for for yeah for it's some a trade, part, uh, like I said it's a trade that I, that I like and that I don't like uh, I'm neutral about it uh, I just give an edge to Toronto because Tyson Barryman he's a very good defenseman I, I, I like him I, I like it because for the Leaf as a, as, as a Leaf fan perspective it's really good you're you're like solidifying your uh, top four yeah your top four in defense, and you're adding a good player in Alex Kerfoot, who's quite good, who will be able to play on a in, in on your third uh, third line. Yeah, and uh, they've been able to make Joe Sakic retain fifty percent of the salary of Barry. So we know uh, <laughs> Toronto Jesus. is quite uh, cutthroat in the salary uh, salary talk, and they're doing everything they can right now to sign Marner. So yeah, saving well, money by still acquiring a good right defenseman that will help them next season it's really good and on the side of uh, Colorado like you said Nazem Kadri will be able to fill the role of a second centerman behind Nate Mac uh, Nate the Great Nathan McKinnon in the Colorado Avalanche so it's really it's really good for both uh, it's a good trade for both teams the yeah, only yeah. thing I was saying I didn't like that it's because you know Leaf are in the Atlantic Division and they're getting better so yeah, the Atlantic, for us. The Atlantic Division will be quite hard next year. Yeah, that's a note to Mark Bergevin for his uh, shitty offer sheet and not freaking improving <laughs> the team. Look at the other teams, man. They're getting freaking good. But anyways. Besides we'll Nazem Kadri, uh, yeah. Who did the uh, Colorado Avalanche got? Burakovsky. Andrew Burakovsky, right? Third sentiment. Very good. I mean, they're top nine. It's, uh, it's it's getting uh, somewhere. This uh, Colorado, they've added the piece they've needed in Nazem Kadri. I mean, they got a lot of good young defensemen. So 
you know what? Just adding Andre Burakovsky, he can sometimes help out when Kadri is uh, maybe uh, in the penalty box or like not playing a night or injured. I think it's a it's a safe bet with Burakovsky. Yeah, and he was quite good in uh, Washington also. And it didn't like it cost what? It cost a prospect in Scott Komachuk. Don't know. <laughs> and it cost them a second round pick who belongs to them in 2020 yeah. and a third round pick in 2020 who belonged to the uh, Arizona. Arizona Coyote yeah. so no problem uh, it's a good uh, yeah. depth depth player that I like for the Colorado Avalanche yeah, yeah. but uh, another another player that they got but it wasn't true uh, traded this time and he's coming from the um, San Jose Shark we're talking about Jonas Donkskoy Don Skoy, yeah, yeah, yeah he, I forgot about this guy. You were quite lost when I was talking about him. Like, like, who the hell is Don Skoy? No, no, no. I now remember from the San Jose Sharks. And uh, yeah, they had to free up some space for Eric Carson, Carlson, yeah. which uh, we will come up very uh, shortly about him. But uh, Don Skoy is, uh, he's uh, like, uh, how can I put this? He He's going to do the job. He's not going to give you more. He's not going to be flashy or anything. He's just going to, do the job and he's he's effective yeah 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 so kudos for avalanche for so solidifying their defense i got nothing bad to say about them just that barry is very good too it's a loss but i mean they got a lot of young defensemen so why not all right so panthers i want to talk about them they're they're very good they got better man they got Bobrovsky. They're already good, I believe. But uh, yeah, by adding Bobrovsky, it's uh, it's even better because we know this this team has quite good players in front and Huberto, yeah. Barkov, Trocek. They even had good defensemen in Yandel, Ekblad. So I'm not worried for the front part of this hockey team. No, they've so added it was the mostly piece. from yeah, it was mostly from the back. Like they they yeah. struggled quite a while back then with some James Reimer. They they brought a veteran. Uh, What's a veteran guy in uh, Roberto Luongo, but you know uh, his best year was already in the back, and, uh, and they yeah. made they made a splash at the yeah. free agency by signing uh, Sergei Bobrovsky to a seven-year contract, ten million. You got it. Second second goalie with a ten million average now. First goalie, it's <laughs> Carey Price, and uh, I'm not blaming him for our success, but at some point, okay, it's a lot. We're, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll get we're, to we're that. We'll get to that point, but Bobrovsky yeah. definitely deserved his contract. And you know what? You can say Panthers, they've missed the playoffs the last two seasons, and they have the potential in, in front. And they got Anton Strahlman, which is like... Yeah, an quite okay, a good adi- addition to their good top addition, four. Experience, leadership. Yeah. So if you add Bobrovsky between the pipes, I mean, it's just going to like... It's the last missing piece of the puzzle it's just gonna you're gonna see panthers i mean i i, I look forward for this and team we were talking about the leaf in the atlantic division florida is where in the atlantic division <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's, it's getting be, better and better yeah it's getting better and better we'll, we'll see uh how the season goes but uh it's it's a team that i was expecting from for for them to get better like uh, they have such good players so it's sad to see like good teams talented not make the playoff not make the postseason like i believe it's their time to uh, compete in the atlantic division for, yeah, uh, for the it, florida it's panthers their time. yeah it's their time next year it's their moment so uh, 
keep a close watch on them. So next team, next player, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, about Minnesota. The Minnesota Wild. Zuccarello and I believe Parkman. They were, they were quite quiet on their side. Uh, yeah. There was not big move on their side. The biggest move we could talk, like you were saying, it was the signing of Matt's uh, Zuccarello. Yeah, it's okay. I, I mean, thought he was uh, gonna stay in uh, in Dallas. I thought so too. I thought I thought he made a good impression on the team. Yeah, fitted well with all the other players. He's a team player, and uh, if if yeah. Lund if Lundqvist cried over his <laughs> over his uh, leaving, his teammate, yeah, yeah, over his teammates, I think it says a lot about Zuccarello. And yeah, he looks like a fun player to be around with. Yeah, uh, genuine player. So there's, despite his small, uh, despite his small. Despite his height, he plays big. Yeah, he, he plays, plays big, big, and he's yeah. really good. He he's a good at passing, so you can expect a, a good passing player for Minnesota. Hartman, he just moves around and just <laughs> <laughs> he 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 proves things here and there, but he can be effective yeah. third liner, and that's it. I'm not he, gonna go more yeah, about he, him. He changed he changed quite a team. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just keep let's this. move on. I, I hate I hate Minnesota anyway, so let's move on. So Montreal, <laughs> les amis de Montreal. <laughs> so let's uh, let's trash talk Mark Bergevin. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look at him. Okay, he got the second goalie, Kincaid. Yeah, I believe Keith Kincaid uh, was a good Kincaid. signing. He's one of I. Uh, I don't. Is it biased if I said like I believe he's one of the good backup goalie in the league Kit Kincaid I think he's one of the goalies that could give a lot of his, uh, his, rest his, for Carey Price yes like even if we take a look at his stat last year his stats weren't That's, that crazy but yeah, just, he was he was playing a lot of hockey yeah like Corey Schneider wasn't giving that much in the in the in, in New Jersey yeah and uh, Kincaid had to take the load so yeah you know at the end of the day it's the only player that plays the full 60 game, it's a, it's a, it's a goalie. So yeah. it asks him a lot. And he, he was not used to play that, that game because it wasn't his, his role. Yeah, but you, you, you look at the market, you look at how the game is evolving. And uh, you look at a lot, of, uh, a lot of teams acquiring good second goalies. Why? Because they want to give more rest to the first goalies. Exactly. And, and you look at the last playoffs, I mean, the last season, Boston Bruins took a rask. He didn't have a good, like, overall good season. And he was injured also, but was who was able also? to take the load? Yaroslav Halak. And exactly. did he play one game in the playoffs? No. And that organization, they fooled everybody. Because mm -hmm. everybody thought, oh, now Halak is in. Tukaras can be traded. And the media was going crazy about what we can get in return for him and all that bullshit. But now Boston Bruins knew what they were doing. They gave a lot of rest to, to Karask. Coming playoffs, he was their guy. And look at him. The real consummate winner for if if Boston were, were to win was actually fucking to Karask. So you see someone I hate to like, say that, but you're right. You know, King, <laughs> Kincaid is going to do the same thing. Instead of Price playing 60 to 70 games, he's, he's going to play 50 games, 50, 55 games. It's... You know, five games different, it can make a lot to like uh, his rest his, uh, throughout the season. It can be very heavy. Coming in the playoffs, you want Carey Price to be well rested and to be as top shape. But yeah, so I like Kincaid. Yeah. So, 
It was, uh, <laughs> was a good signing. Yeah, it was the only goal. good signing. It was uh, the only good signing. <laughs> I would have liked, honestly, I would have liked that we gave a shot uh, to um, Charlie Lindgren. I understand he's been shaky sometimes. Another once he played with the big team. But, uh, yo, he's still a, a young player. He's hard-headed, all right? He's a good young player, but what I got to say about him, his performances with the Laval Rockets, the only thing he gets to explain about his performances, he says, I'm an NHL caliber. The AHL is too slow for me to adjust and all that. No, man, you got to understand. If you're shit in the a AHL, it's simple math. You're going to be shit in the NHL. So why would we give you a chance? You got to prove it, man. You can't just wind your way to the NHL. So, I understand so. it. Those, those comments maybe were not always the best. Uh, humbleness is always good for an athlete. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, goal, uh, the goalie position in hockey is one of the toughest. You don't always get the quality time to develop yourself because yeah. and at, at the same time, it, goal, goalie, I believe, were quite hard sometimes with, with the goalies but it's one of the toughest position uh, in, a, in, a, in a hockey team it's the position for the Montreal Canadiens to excel at and that I'm speaking for the history of this organization you talk about Patrick Rock um, Ken Dryden all of those huge goalie names I mean uh, you gotta you gotta step your game up for the to, to be we, recognized, we, that's we, it. We have expectation, I understand. High that's expectations. What, that's what you mean. In, in terms of goalie yeah. position, we have expectation. All right, I uh, want to talk about the off sheet now. Let's talk about the off sheet, man. That shit, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to start cussing because it's... Like, it was just a, a joke, man. It was just like... Damn, you're that angry at that? It's a, it's a PR move. That's all I know. I don't believe that. Oh, man. I you, don't you believe can't be none serious. of that bullshit. I can't believe you take that off sheet serious. I mean, off sheet in French is off hostile, hostile, right? That wasn't hostile at all. That was a pity back. Fucking bullshit. So, anyways. The parameter of that, of that, uh, of that offer where Mark Bergevin thought, believed, he would... Like uh, the Hurricanes, the Carolina Hurricanes wouldn't match that uh, offer was based on the signing bonus. Cause, I mean, who he, who is he kidding? Like thinking that the fucking owner of Hurricanes, a billionaire, could not match a bonus of twenty one million. Like he just freaking goes to his savings and puts it in his company, and that's it. That's it. Oh, but they might have done their homework. Uh, they, they, the media juiced it up a lot. Yeah, oh, look at him. So offering 21, over $21 million in bonuses. That's going to be like uh, heating the hurricanes. They're not going to say, oh, come on, please. A, million, a billionaire is a billionaire, right? He, he has some money saved. If you, if you got a little bit of courses in the finance, you know that you have but to save they, money they, somewhere. They, they never, they they never give money. signing bonus to their players. Why? Why do they? Okay, I get it. He's a cheapo. They, He's do, a cheapo. do they do they work with an with an internal budget? But Joe, you're talking you're talking about the first centerman. And they're and they're a franchise that don't make that much money. Like the bonuses, the the bonuses of the that that Mark Bergeron was offering to Heo, uh, to Aho. How much? I uh, where did I read that? But how much example did the Hurricanes made in that money and revenue last year? Like not even twenty. <laughs> it was in those water and 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 ticket arena 
uh, revenue. We're not talking about the yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, tickets. of course. Yeah, tickets. They didn't do no, 20 no, they, million, right? they didn't. They didn't make twenty million whole year in revenue. No, 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 no. talking yeah, ticket, ticket, right? It's good to precise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because they make a lot of money. Yeah, they but, make a lot of money. Of but course, their operating revenue was in the in the negative. They they didn't make a lot of money in their exactly. operation. So it was a lot of signs to see if they were gonna match that offer. Although, I mean, for a second I believed in it, and then I said, yo. 8.465 million who wouldn't match that i i just stopped believing in it so so i mean for my part if you're gonna go for an offer sheet go all in because you know aho is gonna be a heck of a player summer's young so we'll see if there's any offer sheet either from mark bergevin or from yeah. any other gm in the league yeah I believe it's the time for offer sheet to happen. There's a lot of young RFA still unsigned, so it's the move to do. So what else did Mark Bergman do? Ben Chiaro? The am I pronouncing it right? Ben Chiarat. Yes, you're okay. pronouncing it right. Ben Chiaro, top four defenseman. I top believe he's six. Top six? Please. <laughs> okay, I, I have maybe high expectation. No, no. <laughs> he he played with Buffling, okay? Anyone can make buff I mean anyone anyone Buffling plays with makes the other player player good. Like Buffling he's that good. So there's what do you think about that signing? A twenty eight year old got twenty eight year old, three point five million for three years. I, I don't see know. here he has a no uh, a non movement close. He he's a shutdown defenseman from what I know. He can uh, hit, he can shoot he doesn't he didn't use his slap shot a lot but he has potential there power play i think maybe they're gonna use him here and there but just we're gonna see this year i didn't see a lot of his game so i couldn't say and the money seems seems high but you know free agency is the period where teams have to overpay a bit for players yeah. but uh the, the term is okay three years it's not it's not too long we're not talking about uh Carl Osner so. <laughs> Fucking Osner, man. What the hell? Yeah, one of the bad moves from Mark Bergevin. Amongst all bad moves. The only one that I like is Max Domi, but... Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. The other resigning, Armia and Lekunen. Yeah, they both uh, avoid arbitration, so... Uh, no. both, both, both got her back. 2.6. 2.6. And they, they combine a value of 5 million. So, yo, it's, yes. it, I'm fine with yeah, that. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Enough with the Canadians. I'm getting depressed here. Um, next trade: Subban, PK Subban. He got traded again. Yeah, we all know his potential. We all know his heart. We all know his reputation. The guys, the guys. He's playing big every night when but he's healthy. But his value healthy. decreased, man. His value decreased because his past, his prime years. But nah, he's, he's good, got but experience he, now. He's his got contract leader is leader now. He's uh, his contract is all hell of a load to carry but i think the new jersey devils they 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 wanted that they wanted the personality they want something big to happen in new jersey Devils. so like the the only and and the devils are taking the full load of the contract i thought 
I thought for a moment uh, the the predators were gonna keep a percentage, but not even. That's why it didn't cost too much, though. It cost just two players: Steven yeah. Santini, Jeremy, Jeremy Davis. Davis. Those are like bottom player, even Hiller, right? That's... And two sec and two second round pick. Yeah, I mean for PK Subban, you would think, why the hell didn't didn't they get more? Not because his salary nine million per year. It's a load, man. So they took a hundred percent of it. So. Uh, and good you know, on Subban, uh, I, I, I like it. I like Look him being back in the in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. We'll maybe get to see him a bit more. And I believe uh, usually when Montreal plays the Devils, it's always boring game. So I <laughs> hope uh, Subban will bring that up a bit. But uh, no, it's a trade that I like with uh, for 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 the Devils. Yeah, it's a trade that I like. So uh, we'll see how they'll uh, end up. Where they'll rank uh, in the metropolitan metro, metro division. Sorry, my bad. Whoa, my, my tongue was. Right, <laughs> in the metro division. And they added Duchesne too. So Duchesne coming up in the, the Devils? No. I'm yeah, talking. I was talking about the Devils. Oh, man. really? Yeah, no, we're talking we're about the Devils. Holy shit. I thought. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So they added Simmons. <laughs> yeah, Simmons. Simmons. How do you feel about that? I think you can't. Um, no. You won't be disappointed with yeah, the guy I, like Simmons. He's big. Yeah, he's still in front of the net. Yeah, he still brings a big presence. Uh, checking, he can score goals. He definitely slow down a bit. But that's okay. I mean, if you get a big presence around the net where it pays off, like this is for all those players in Montreal that don't know how to be around the net where it pays off. Simmons understood that. So if he doesn't have the speed, he's just gonna go right in front of the net. Uh, block the the goalie's view and just deflect bucks go for the rebounds and it's nothing flashy it's just effective play so kudos on jersey i i wouldn't mind having him in montreal i mean it's uh why Simmons? not oh no no no, no, no. come on it's like he's not that bad he, you're gonna see no, one no, 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 a no. one-year deal prove it all you'll see next he, year you he, i'm gonna for, get back for him to, to be in new jersey but uh no I'll, not in I'll, montreal. Get, I'll get back to you on he that he doesn't match the dna of montreal but uh, yeah let's like you said uh it's it's yeah. a discussion for another day <laughs> all right so predators of course they traded Sugan. he went out to make space salary space cap space sorry for matt duchene i think overall this fit is uh is nice i like the duchene country guy with uh nashville country city <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, I mean, what, what about the hockey side <laughs> well look i mean I'm, I'm just talking about the environment the the, the personality just starts off in a yeah, good, you know, on a good note and then the player man uh, duchene you're, you're getting a sure value with this guy you know so it's an well, it's not an elite player but he's a great player okay. yeah he, he's on the brink of elite because he uh, he has the potential to, let's say, put 70, 80 points. And uh, you consider, no, maybe, okay, maybe not. You look at the shit that went on in Ottawa and he was able to put up 70 points. Look at what he's going to do in Nashville. And you're sure going to understand his, uh, his contract, why he went there. Uh, like I said, environment can do a lot to a player. And he he's a country guy. So Does he top his... <laughs> Does he top the points that he did last year? How many points did he did last year? Around with the, uh... 70. Around 70. Um, I don't have the stats right in front of me. Uh, let's pull that out. With but... uh, the... With the Ottawa... Um, sorry, with the Ottawa. With the... Uh... Columbus and Ottawa combined. 
let's take a look at that we almost landed duchene by the way when when i say we because we live in montreal if i didn't we didn't precise it and montreal was was in in the talk discussions for for having duchene yeah it was definitely uh bergevin bergevin's plan a <laughs> unfortunately but again the same story repeats with him in seven years fuck all no free agents wants to sign here so last season Right, yeah, like you said, you, you said 70 points. There you go. 73 games played, 70 points, minus three, but hey, Does he tops that next year or does he... Oh, he does more than that. He does more than that. At least 80. He's going to be fired up. First year contract, his, his, his pay, pay account will go up. <laughs> but yeah, you'll see. Next up, uh, which one? Where am I? Yeah, we were at the... Uh... New York Islanders. And... Special thing about New York Islanders, they're they're losers. They've of the of their free agents, free agency, yeah. They're losers, losers for two reasons. They. I'm listening. Well, actually, three reasons. They failed to sign Panarin, failed to sign Borovsky, and they've actually acquired Varlamov. And brace yourselves, it's five point five million per year. Actually, I think five. But you're signing Varlamov, who's done fuck all. In Colorado, he's been on and off, like the typical Russian player. <laughs> I mean, that's but they that's have to. Crazy. They have to. Um... He's a second goalie, like a backup goalie. I find he's a backup. Goalie. Yeah, thirty-one years, five-year contract. Uh, five-year contract. I mean, four-year contract. Four years. Okay. Of uh, an average of five million five per year, I understand right? it might seem high. What? But the hell? Uh, they yeah. have to reply with. Uh, the departure of uh, Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard, right? He had a huge season. The guy went from dust to like a freaking trophy. Like, I don't know what the name of that trophy is, but he won a trophy in the last awards. And you you, you could think like he's going to come back to the New York Islanders. Him and Thomas Grice, they made a good duo. I think things didn't go quite well with the... Uh, the whole uh, dictatorship. The Masterton, you were talking about the trophy. Uh, yeah, Masterton trophy, yeah. right? So, as I was saying, um, Lula Moriello has his way of uh, dealing with players, and I don't think it's the old style. And uh, we've we've heard a lot of players complain about it. Beside uh, Varlamov, uh, the Islanders have been able to retain because they were they were close to lose two years in a row their captain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they signed uh, Anders Lee, and. Uh, the 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 news about the news around Andrew Lee was he was asking for quite a a huge price a, a huge payday. He got paid. He got paid seven million per. But uh, he, he got paid less than what we usually heard around. Uh, even if those rumors were true, but he got paid yes yeah, seven years uh seven years for seven million. Okay. Well. What was that break? <laughs> why did we why did we do a break? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing like New York Islanders had to retain the captain yeah. cuz if they're going to lose their captain and uh, with the shit signing of Varlamov and not able to sign Panarin and Bobrovsky and or Bobrovsky, I mean this would this would have been hey, 28 not a good 28 season. goals, 51 point last year in the full season. Yeah. 7 million when you compare that to other players around the league. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey. Not it's bad. his value. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I mean, 
him as well at some point there was rumors for him to land in montreal i mean everybody's using montreal as a <laughs> as, as a leverage as a leverage to like up their value because they know montreal had the money for to pay those kind of play these kind of players so and then they just sort of stayed in their own team or went elsewhere so thanks mark bergevin all right next up if we go just across the road from the islanders to the rangers, rangers. panarin Wow, Panarin, Bobrovsky, and Duchesne were all the the big faces of the free agency, and uh, yeah, yeah. The Rangers, like always, they they always get catch the big fish. Yeah, they, they always do. Huh? do. They pay up yeah. and it's they crazy. get them. And I'm quite surprised for for a team that is really in a rebuilt reconstruction process. They they went up and they made did them their well. highest yeah. the, the highest player in the in their team. Like hats the, off for the GM man. Really. Eleven point six eleven eleven point six million. million per year for seven years. I I have no problem with that. The elite, that's an elite player, man. Panarin, everybody was talking like it was Patrick Kane who was like sort of um putting him up big numbers but he went to columbus he had an even better year all alone so um that argument is not valid so this guy definitely deserves his contract and and gm man that's that's a role model for every gm especially for mark bergerman so basically this guy he rebuilt and he took his time to draft well to develop players and uh and look at him now with with Capucaco coming in panarin and uh truba another player they got in the trade yeah they have a they have a young uh, young core uh, in front yeah mostly guys uh not even in their 30 the only guy in their 30 is matt beliski but everyone is in their in their high 20s so yeah. it's uh i'm quite excited to see them next year i am excited uh, i don't know where where a team who considered himself in reconstruction goes from signing the best player in the free agency. So yeah, it will definitely get the team better, especially with the venue of a uh, capo caco, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look after that during the season. We'll take a close look at this. Team we'll we'll make a prediction uh, down the road. <laughs> All right. So and, uh, you were forgetting. No, don't forget that uh, Jacob Trude, but yeah, Jacob Truba. Oh yeah, Jacob Truba. I mean, well, he's a good pick. Good pick for them. Good defenseman, right defenseman. Yeah. But from what I see, they they only acquired his rights. Yeah, the, he's a restricted free agent, so he's going to be signing anytime soon. I think it's only a matter of time before training camp. Twenty-five years old, pretty good defenseman. He he still has some things to prove. He's not guaranteed to like have a big year or something. But looking forward to for him in a different environment. I think he didn't want to play in Winnipeg as much as like uh, anybody would expect a young defenseman to be on their drafting team. So he wanted to be out and he got out. So we'll see what he does yeah, now. But he, he's also definitely looking to get paid. Uh, <laughs> if you take a look uh, yeah, yeah. last year, he got 50 points. That's not bad for a defenseman. Yeah, eight goals, 42 assists. Yeah, that's true. Plus so. eight and... Uh, yeah, that's true. But mm -hmm. he's a restricted, so we'll see if it's a bridge deal or long term or how is it going to go. Yeah, they might lend him a, a bridge deal, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So San Jose Sharks, 
signed Eric Carlson. They uh, signed Tom uh, Timo and, Meyer. And we're we're not we're gonna stay on the same disc. He almost also came. We almost landed him in Montreal, <laughs> like every player. Eric Carlson, yeah, he he definitely used Montreal for yeah. upping his value. But the news about uh, where did the news came from in Ottawa that he he was looking to, of course, to stay close to his family, his wife in his Ottawa, wife's family, so yeah, something like that. So they were looking again, for teams in the, yeah. in the in the in the in the not in the area but closest to Ottawa right. where he could play, juicing up his value. So yeah, and where did he go? On the other side, in the West Coast, he stayed in San Jose. <laughs> by all surprise, it's really he was really close to Ottawa, of course. Yep. So uh, wanna I wanna talk about Laban because Laban he Kevin LeBanc. Yeah, Kevin LeBanc. Sorry for my French again. Laban, Laban Descartes. This guy signed for a year, one million dollars. 23 years old. And do you want to know how much points he put up? 56 points, 39 assists, 17 goals. And you look at, what was the other guy? He's He just did 29 points and signed for 3.5 million. Ah, uh, uh, Brandon Tanev. Tanev, with the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah. Penguins, yeah. What the hell is that, man? Like I said, I don't know what the market is up to right now. It's maybe drunk and needs to go home, but... <laughs> Fucking 56 points and you get paid 1 million, fire your agent. Like, for real. That makes no sense. No, but I believe, maybe, we, I don't, we don't know what happened behind closed doors. So, did LeBanc wanted to get paid at a certain value, at a certain value like other players on, on this team? And maybe the Sharks weren't willing to go and uh, met his, his needs. So, they were going with... You know what? We're giving you a bridge, a bridge contract, one year. Show us what you can do in that one year, and uh, we'll take a look after how much you can get and deserve to be paid. So, I believe it's a really good contract for the Sharks. Maybe yes, of course, not the best for Kevin LeBanc, because what happens if he doesn't have a bad season next? Uh, what happens if he has a bad season next year? Or let's say he get injured. He so, is so good. He is so good. He has so much potential. That guy. I mean, look at. Nick Bonino, um, other players that were signed, Kevin Hayes, for example. I mean, Winnipeg paid a lot for Kevin Hayes, and he did jack shit. And why wouldn't you pay LeBron for like uh, 3.5? You mean uh, the Flyers? The Flyers. I mean, sorry, no, no. Winnipeg paid like in trade. Oh, uh, yeah, in terms yeah, of trading. yeah. When they acquired him. When they yeah. acquired him, he didn't do shit in the playoffs. And yeah. the they, they lost him for, for nothing. And then Flyers paid $7 million, I think, or something like that. Or yeah, some stupid lot. money. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And then you look at LeBan. Some dumb money. Who performs as good as Kevin Hayes, who's as good. He puts up big power play minutes. You pay him $1 million? I mean, that's some poor agency skills, I find. But anyways, that's just my perspective. So, um, Bennington. St. Louis Blues. What do you take on that? Yeah, it's, a, it's a good signing. Good signing for him. 4.4, two years. So I don't know uh, how old he is. He's, he's quite old, but not too old. When what? Old. What is he old? He's fucking 23, I think, or something no, like that. No, no, no. Oh, I bet your ass is 23. Yeah, it, you see, this contract will bring him to being a 
uh, non-restricted free agency. Oh, he's 26. Yeah, he's 26. I told you, he's not he's not young. Oh, like it's 20, his, 21. It's his prime years. I mean, uh, 4.4. It's a, it's a so, good deal, man. Yeah, it's 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 a deal that will bring him to uh, the unrestricted to uh, to be a UFA in 2021-2022. And, mm. and uh, at that time he'll make big bucks, but uh hey, it's a good goalie. He's been part of the of the uh, of the Stanley Cup final championship for the Blues. So it's uh, He's it's the a, big reason yeah. among with Ryan O'Reilly that this team got back up and uh, I mean Ryan O'Reilly came in the beginning of the season, so I I'll guess I'll put more credit to Bennington and they've really turned their season around. I mean this little yeah. goalie, this kid, he's uh, he's very good. Bright future. So, uh, another goalie, Michelini. Yeah, Curtis Michelini. They, 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 he's been signed by the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Tampa Bay Lightning, that's true. Yeah, it looks like they're looking to uh, get rid of Louis Domingue. We'll see what, what goes on. It's an internal um, competition. It's going to be decided at the camp training. But, yeah, but he's been a really reliable goalie, uh, Curtis Michelini. So reliable second goalie. It's, yeah. uh, it's really an understandable uh, move on the part of the Tampa Bay Lightning, actually. And you know who's the loser in this? Not the Hurricanes. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. They actually chosen Sparks over Michelini. Sparks is being shopped around. He They gave up on him. Mm. And Michelini, he freaking helped Mrazek. When he got injured at some point, yeah, playoffs. exactly. Yeah, and he, uh, he played quite well in the last playoff, also. So he's. Uh, I don't have any problem with that. Kudos to Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, it's been it's been quiet for now on the Tampa Bay Lightning side. All right. Uh, we're mostly waiting about uh, Braden Point. That's gonna be the big news. So we'll have to keep up uh, for the next following days. All right. So if we go gonna... uh, to our neighbors uh, in Ontario, the Toronto Maple Leaf. They moved quite a while. We we talked about earlier about the Nazem Kadri and Tyson Barry trade, but let's take a look also at the Patrick oh, Marlowe. Oh, oh, you wanted to go? Which trade no, you wanted it's to? Cool, it's cool. Mark Marlowe is, uh, is a legend, so let's uh, start with him. <laughs> legend, legend, legend. Wait for it. No, okay. So yeah, Patrick Marlowe. I was quite sad to see him go because he had quite good chemistry with the young guys in the in That's the true. in the in the in the locker room with the Leaf, like. Uh, yeah. Austin Matthew, Mitch Marner, they were kind of like his his Dad. his sons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of like that dance. bond, that bond between them, and yeah. uh, and he put up good numbers. Yeah, I mean, he put up good uh, numbers for his age. You gotta know his name is gonna be up to the to the Hall of Fame uh, once he re- retires. And they they paid big bucks uh, to get rid of to get rid of his, uh, to get rid of his full contract. It cost the Leaf a conditional first round pick in 2020 and a seven round pick in 2020 yeah it's a salary dump trade so yeah. basically you have to give a compensation for giving for taking the load of the contract like patrick marlowe had so uh but it didn't end up here for patrick marlowe because a couple of days after the hurricane bought bought his contract for his age being around the 45 50 points player i have no problem with that his salary doesn't explain his performances his stats stats but i know his presence his experience his leadership can Mm -hmm. bring a lot to a team and i think hurricanes a young team like hurricanes can benefit from that and uh we'll see we'll see marlo what's uh what's What's next for him what's next for him i mean uh 
I, I like Patrick Marley. I don't I don't know a lot of people who hates Patrick yeah. Marley. He's been an honest, very dedicated could player he, to this NHL. Could, could he return? Could he return maybe to uh, San Jose on a not, on a on a yeah. on a rebate? <laughs> of course, I was gonna say that not on a six point twenty five. No, 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 no. But yeah, of as a course two, on a on a pay cut. Yeah, as a half of that. Yeah, I'll bring him back. Try, try, try the best to go on the Stanley Cup run. Yeah, of course. You, you lost the Pav- place. Right. You lost Pavelski, a huge leader in yeah. the game, so might as well just bring back Marlow. I mean, yeah. So, uh, there were also the Cody Cece. Cece. How do you say his freaking name? Cece? Yo, it has four letters, man. Cody Cece. Cece, okay. I, I thought it was yeah, a Z somewhere. Anyway. No, Cody Cece. Cody Cece was a Zaitsa. Yeah, it was quite a surprising trade on the side of the uh, Toronto, Toronto Maple Leaf and Ottawa Senators, where they traded. So the Senators got Connor Brown and Nikita Zaitsev, as well as uh, the rights of Michael Corone. And in exchange, the Maple Leaf got Cody Cece, who's also still uh, an RFA restricted free agent. Yeah. Ben Harper, Aaron Luchuk, and a third-round pick from Columbus in 2020. At first, you might think Ottawa got the best of Toronto, but you got to understand Toronto's position in this. Mm -hmm. Ottawa got Connor Brown, which is a very good third-line centerman, Nikita Saisev, a top-four defenseman, and Cody Cece also a top-four. But the thing about Toronto is that they freed up a lot of space in this. 4.5 for Saisev, 2.1 for Connor Brown, and they took Cody Cece, which they're going to re-sign, of course, and Ben Harper, seven twenty-five thousand, and uh, it's a, it's a salary dump again. It's just making a lot of free space, like uh, freeing up some space for the Marner. The main situation. target is Mar- Mitch Marner here. So. Yeah, yeah. The main focus is Marner. So they, yeah, I understand the Toronto doing this uh, this uh, this move. I mean, we heard at some point Zaitsev it was for personal reasons, so that's what led them to to trade him. But hey, it worked out for them. Freed up some space. They have about 3.7 million. Let's say if I round it up, yeah. 3.8 million left on their salary. Yeah. And uh, and they yeah, got no, Tyson Barry. So everyone is, no, everyone is everyone is signed. Yeah. They, they have Cody CC. They signed him to a one-year deal at uh, four point. Oh, they signed him. They signed four him, point, or was oh, his, okay. or was the remaining of his? No, it's the re- remainder of his signing. That's true. That's true. Is as the la- last year of his contract. And uh, good, good signing. Four point five. Um, yeah, four point. So, so they freed up about uh, one point five million in this trade, and um, they got Tyson buried Not to forget. So, Toronto will be a better team next year. But if they don't make past the first round, you can bet your ass Mike Babcock will be fired. Or if GM has a feeling that. Uh, the team's not going to its full p- potential before December. Mark my word, Mike Babcock is gone. He's uh, he's playing with some time now. So, last but not least, uh, what we quite a about? quite quite few move in uh, in the western side of the Canada. Yeah, uh, Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver Canucks, where they signed Michael Ferland. Um, um, you could say he's sort of like uh, Andrew Shaw, but a more like uh, yeah, in, in those type player. of water player, Andrew yeah, Shaw, you know, Ryan Hartman, a guy that brings grit, uh, aggressiveness, some body, yeah, 
So, but he's uh, injury prone, so that's what I don't understand his contract. But uh, he's a playoff guy. He he goes all in for his team, so uh, that I know of him. So yeah, I'll I'll keep an eye on him. Not gonna say too much good stuff or bad stuff. I don't know, but we'll see. Tyler Myers adding into the Van- Vancouver Canucks defense. Yeah, he and, got his uh, uh, he got his payday. They they gave him a five-year contract, thirty million, six years, six million per year. Yo, that's so they were making big... uh, Tyler Myers uh, their one of their top defensemen uh, with Alexander Edler at their blue line. Yeah, I mean he's a big defender, a long stick, can uh, block shots. Um, I, I like Tyler Myers. I have him on my uh, NHL <laughs> team, so they, they... fantasy team. So I like that guy. Um, and uh, and Jamie Ben, former, former Habs. Yeah. Fuck Jamie him. Ben. No, nah, fuck him. You said Jamie Ben? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jordy. <laughs> Fucking Jordy, man. I, I get mixed up. They all look like they got their big, big beards. So, <laughs> Jordy Ben. Yeah, being part of the the, the squad or defensive squad, top six. I kind of liked him uh, in Montreal. It's a noble signing for what he does. I yeah. mean, he's not going to give you many good nights. But uh, he'll give you bad nights sometime also, so be ready. Oh, the thing about him is that when he gives you bad nights, they're, they're really fucking bad. bad <laughs> you can notice like this guy is dumping the puck, icing the puck, freaking made like turnovers, turnovers. Oh lord, man, I, 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 I'm not gonna miss any part of Jamie Ben other than his beard. <laughs> but we'll see what Vancouver Canucks. So on a last note, we're gonna go off with our winners and losers of this offseason so far ali i want you to begin with your loser i want you to lose my loser my loser's kind of i'll do it kind of fast because it's an easy uh, <laughs> answer here it's the columbus blue jacket there's nothing uh, i believe uh, even blind people can see that <laughs> like uh, blind people can <laughs> see that <laughs> yes it's at wow. that it's at that point man they're, they're everybody knows that they're they're the biggest loser of the free agency man they lost they lost Elite players in Duchesne, Bobrovsky, and uh, Panarin. Yeah, and and uh, not only that, but yeah, to get those players, especially <laughs> like Duchesne. Uh, First rounders. Uh, Dezingle, they had to give a lot of picks in return. So That's right. That's and right. At the, in the end, what did, where did they got them? End of the second round in the playoff, they lost. So like we said, all those players, all of, all of those assets. Yeah. And uh, you see, they started the draft this year in the fourth round. So... They're really My in a Lord. tough position with yeah. uh, a lot of um, a lot of position to fill and a lot of money. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. it's good you mentioned a lot of money. I think the only way to recover from that is maybe offer sheets. Yeah, or tradings. Uh, yeah. So uh, they're 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 the clear loser here. So who's your winner, man? Uh, I thought you wanted to do the loser first. Oh, okay, I thought okay, I can do the loser. The Montreal Canadiens. I'm a big fan of Montreal, okay? You got to understand me. As much as the team does bad every year, I fucking love that team, man. I, I just can't freaking not watch game and not watch that team, that roster evolve and develop players. But the thing about the Montreal Canadiens year after year, we've lost good players. P.K. Subban, Rajulov, and... Uh, who we got in return nothing to fill in those positions i mean we almost made the playoffs but what we were gonna do in the playoffs anyways nothing so i think it's my biggest loser i mean that offer sheet just 
bangs on that argument like it just justifies the argument i'm trying to make here <sighs> but if I, I i felt you were a bit emotional man you were talking about old player that we got and left but like from my understanding so you're they're the loser this this offseason for you because since the end of uh, last season they haven't filled the uh I mean the top the position forwards, we, yeah, we the top center has been over a decade. We don't have a top center. It's uh, it's been over. I don't know how long. But now ago. it's happening. We're building. We're we're rebuilding. Yeah, with Kakanyemi, of course, Pelling. Pelling and all that. But it takes years, and you gotta understand that between the pipes, price is getting old, and Weber is gonna be finished by next year. And I actually mean <laughs> next that. Year, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I actually mean that. And, next year. And there's no left defender to play with Weber, and you're putting Mete. You can't. I mean, he's good. Mete is good. Puck moving and all that. He just got to learn his shots, like score goals. So a lot of work. And for someone like Mark Bergevin, who had like a five-year plan, didn't stick up to his words. I got a long freaking book to write about this guy. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just go with the winners. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have a book. I, I, I saw a part of it. <laughs> so, But my winner... My winner, uh, I don't know if people do consider them as winner, but uh, especially like they're in, in our division and uh, they got better in, in places where they needed to get better. I crowned, because uh, they're, 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 I crowned the, the Toronto Maple Leaf my winner, even if there's other teams that had quite good offseason too. Uh, I was going to say the Raptors, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh, Leafs. <laughs> The uh, Leafs haven't made good. any splash in the, the in the draft portion, but it's mostly in the free agency where they've been able to pull up some trade and try to free some space. I declared them my winner even if they haven't signed Mitch Marner yet because I still believe they will sign him. They will find a way to sign Mitch Marner and keep him as a part of the organization. But they, I believe they solidified that uh, top four defenseman portion and uh, they will it will get them really really good as well they added few players like in jason spezza and alex kerfoot so that center line is really good with austin batchman john Tavares in the first and second spot i believe uh it's really they they really got better in, in those area high hopes for the toronto maple leafs the only thing that uh, the coach has to deliver and uh we'll see about that because uh, the old school doesn't work anymore and you gotta you gotta pump those players that's uh, in some ways that's the only skepticism i have with the toronto maple Leafs. but i agree with you i i think they have uh, acquired some depth experience jason spezza i mean you you can't get a bad value from this guy from for what he brings now with yeah, his age on a fourth line it's yeah why not it's like he's a big guy man he can win face-offs that's the thing though and um He'll my win leadership yeah Playoff run. I think you can work with that well. But yeah, you were going with your winner? Yeah, my winner is the Florida Panthers. And the only reason why they've kept their core players and they've added what they needed the most between the pipes with Bobrovsky. And it's it's a team where they didn't do the playoffs. They they barely, they, they almost made it. But they've been missing that puzzle, like that piece of puzzle, which was their number one goaltender Roberto Luongo was not the answer and I don't know I don't know why it took him that long to realize it but now that they have watch out for 
for them. I think they're gonna win their. Uh, which uh, division are they? They're Woo! the Panthers. Which uh, division? Atlantic, man. Okay, I don't know, man. I, I, <laughs> no, you freaking, don't know. You, you want to know how much I got in geographics? You don't want to know. <laughs> but anyway, so the You're Atlantic, <laughs> Atlantic division. I think they're gonna win it because, uh, yeah. They're my favorite. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a team to watch. Barkov, Hoffman, Uberdo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, these guys are elite. Ekblad. Yo, you bring Bobrovsky, you know that if you do a turnover, you're going to have a goaltender goal that's going to pull up some miracles around you and win you some close games. That's what yeah. Carey Price has been doing for us, but we don't have what's in front of us. Yeah, we don't like, have the cast to support him. Right. Panthers are the opposite of us. We're the opposite of us. Now they've found a solution for it now it's up to us montreal to find our solution and it's not to be in anytime soon so i just want you to be patient again hopefully mark bergeron will be fired <laughs> but i think uh, I, i think i think i think that's it man <laughs> yeah Was i mean uh, i mean yeah we did the whole round of the hockey world so far and uh just want to say thank you for all you people who are uh, listening to us for all this uh, uh, first pre- first episode and uh, don't be we're shy man let us know how we can let us better, know yo. you know like criticism we're open to that man just curse us if you want to like comments anything like share we'll keep you updated with our social we'll network. keep you up- updated once a week we'll come up with you with uh, with uh, events uh, like uh, highlights headlines anything that goes in the hockey world we're even gonna bring more topics around the sports world so we're really excited to begin this uh, this project me and my friend Ali so stay tuned Ali you want to say a last word too Peace. fuck out of here <laughs> peace out ciao